Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things you believe to be impossible are in fact very much possible? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, terrifying. We are at the fringes of the map, and there's more than just dragons. You keep hiking. You're starting to really feel it. Yesterday, you were at the bottom of this massive rolling set of hills, but today you're kind of in the thick of it. You are always either climbing uphill or downhill, and it sometimes, it somehow feels mostly uphill. It always does. Anytime you're on one of those long hikes, it always feels like it's mm. more uphill. It feels wrong. It feels like it's breaking the laws of nature. <laughs> As you're hiking, you notice again that the group has kind of fanned out into a formation with Summer up the front and Nap up the back, where they are maybe... Uh, not that far. They're within visual range, but they're maybe like 40, 50 feet uh, in front or behind, trying to watch out for traps, but also ambushes. I uh, I, I sidle up next to Bob. Anyway, Bobby, any uh, any more tigers today? Not making a joke of it, like serious. You know. Bob gives you a sheepish look, like he's kind of embarrassed with himself. And he says, uh, I've not seen nor heard hide nor hair. Of any tigers today. Very good. Hide nor hair. Shall we keep it that way? He says. <laughs> hey, listen. If I had it my way, uh, we wouldn't have seen the first one. I was chatting to Rigby about it this morning b- before we left. And he... Bob seems... His sheepishness increases. Go ahead. And he pulls at the... Ha- he pulls at his shirt, lifting it up to show you his waistband. And you can see he's got a pistol tucked into his waistband. Bob, where the hell did you get that? Rigby gave it to me. He said it was for personal safety. Said he didn't need it. I mean, I told him you were a hell of a shooter, but that's not exactly what I meant. Uh, it makes me feel safer, he says. I'm sure having a gun pointed directly at your dick is going to be really safe. Are you trying to persuade him at all, or are you just saying that just for just to joke around? I, I think Murray just talks constantly. Well, then, in that case, Bob's used to this, yeah. and Bob nods and says, Look, hey... I understand it's stupid, but uh, I'll give it back to him when we're done, he says. Hey, listen, whatever makes you feel safer, we're in a legitimately dangerous situation out here. I just need you to get the shots. Woodrow pipes up from behind the two of you and says, dangerous in a sense, I suppose. How do you mean? I'll show you later, says Woodrow. Oh, a mystery. 
Woody, you tease. <laughs> Woody laughs. After midday, you've stopped. You've had a quick lunch. Hard tack, maybe beans. <laughs> uh, uh, something called a K ration, which just kind of looks like sludge. Yeah. And you've encountered a large open space surrounded by heavily dense trees. The open space, well, it's actually kind of, uh, that's actually not really doing it justice. The space is very heavily bushy, but the bushes are low, so the sun could come down and hit you. It's a space where you can't, you still can't see the ground, but you can, you could get a sunburn, which is kind of almost unusual for this uh, yeah, jungle. In roughly the center of the field, you can see a metal tip sticking out of the that brush, and you can see that in that field is the acoucid. Does Does anybody else see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Summer held up. He like oh, yeah, stopped yeah. moving. I thought I found it for clearing. a second. I was really excited. He's at the edge of the clearing, looking out at it. McGlade, stepping next to him, says something wrong. Summer just looks around and says, "Feels wrong. I don't like this place." Very dense underbrush here. You guys worried about traps? Summer nods. Fucking something's out here, guaranteed. This is too easy, he says. What? What should we uh, do? Go get it, says Anello. Anello looks at Vargas and says, Vargas, Holman, go get it. Vargas and Holman look uncertainly at each other, but they understand the chain of command, and so they start creeping through the brush, moving towards it. While that happens, McGlade just starts gesturing and the other soldiers form like a perimeter to keep watch. I'm going to stick to McGlade. Ooh, highs or lows? What did I say last time? Always lows? Always lows. All right. Which one do you like more, Vargas or Holman? Oh, no. (laughs) Just pick one at random. I'm not going to Sophie's Choice this shit. I need to make a roll for Holman, and this is maybe, some might say, the most important check of his life. All right. He does very well, but he's been very unlucky. So, Holman, moving through, takes a step, and then he stops, he shudders for a second, and he looks down. Standing next to him, Vargas turns around, and and you hear Vargas whisper. They're at, like, a distance from you at this point. You hear Vargas whisper. It's kind of like a whisper yell. Everything okay? Holman turns to look back at him and says, I heard a click. Vargas moves very carefully over to Holman and then lowers himself down beneath the brush. Holman comes back up and says, minefield. Is Holman standing on a mine right now? Is he standing to save his foot on a landmine? Is that something you ask? What do you do? I I feel like if I say anything, I'm just going to make this situation worse. Um... Fuck. McGlade calls out. I'm going to like... Vargas, can you defuse it? Yeah. And what are you doing? No, no, no. I I start writing writing down everything that's happening. Like my impressions of this moment Mm -hmm. that I'm in. Bob, you see, it looks like he wants to take a photo, but then you see he thinks better of it. He doesn't think now. I I signal to him and I nod. And I, I start to keep... I start to like keep the same distance that I am from what's happening and take a step. Mm -hmm. No, fuck that. I take one step and then I stop because Holman just stepped on a fucking landmine. Vargas calls out. It's, it's a pressure triggered. It's already set up. I can't disarm it. Can you, can you keep the pressure on it 
some way for him to get off, like slide a a, a, a board or something between his foot and the, the trigger. Maybe, says Vargas. If I understand correctly, it it releasing is going to be what makes it go, right? Vargas nods. Inello says, hold on there a minute. You, Vargas, back off. You are not defusing that. Holman, you're going to jump. Vargas, you're going to make your way back to Moose. Make your way through Holman's tracks. No, make your way through your own tracks. That'll be safe. Holman, when he gets back here, you're going to jump. You're going to jump and you're going to make yourself get as low as possible. Wait, 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 wait. Do you guys, you guys have any, like, 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 um, like some, some tape, duct tape, something like that? You, uh, do you run over to Anello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I run over to him. Like, that, that man is going to die if you do that. As you're sprinting, Vargas quite clearly does not want to follow this order, but Anello barks it a second time, this time with threats involved. It sounds genuinely intimidating. Anello, if nothing else, can pull rank and have any person here. He can make anyone's life unpleasant. Vargas, do you have some electrical tape or something on you? Vargas starts patting himself down. Highs or lows? Lows, always lows. Vargas shakes his head sadly. What's what's the other guy's name? You are not in command here. We're going to... You will return to your photographer. With all due respect, Lieutenant... You will return to your photographer. I snap off a salute, and I start walking back to Bob. As I'm walking back, I go, just loudly, I go, I wonder if a man might be able to unlace his boots enough to tie it down to that landmine under his foot, maybe keep the pressure on it, slip out of that boot at the same time. Holman, you will jump on my count. Holman looks back and says, uh, can we try the boot thing? You will not attempt to disarm that bomb. You will attempt to jump. That is your best chance. Yeah, don't, don't, don't disobey that order. He might kill you. Inello is about to turn around and you can see, you can see, Murray, that he is about to fucking chew you out. He's had enough of you. I say, Bob, now. And I go, hey, Lieutenant, smile. Bob takes like a flash photo. Inello is distracted for a second. And in that moment of distraction, you hear Woodrow yelling out, contact! And then, the jungle around you becomes alive with fire. Holy shit. I dropped. What do you do? I drop to the ground. You drop to the ground. Bob drops to the ground. You're like face to face. When that happens, you hear an explosion from where Holman was. A shockwave hits you and Bob. It's not anything enough to hurt you. It's just like you feel the force of the explosion. At the exact same time, you hear McGlade scream, Return fire! And then, the soldiers in your group start returning fire back in the direction of the machine gun. Holy shit. But. Boom! Another explosion goes off somewhere. That explosion, you hear, boom, boom, sets off other explosions. Oh my god, we're gonna die. Bob. Bob. Pictures. Give me your gun. I'm going to cover you. Anytime you go up, I'm going to cover you. And then you're going to go back down. You're going to get up. You're going to take a picture. And we're going to get back down on the ground. This is what we're here to do. Bob hands you the pistol that he has. And then he slowly takes out his camera. Bob looks at you and you like 
nodding without neither of you using your hands. You just do kind of like a, you both kind of get the idea, a three, two, one. And then I'm going to get you to make a firearms dexterity check to cover him. I specifically uh, took no points, took in, no firearms. points in firearms. Guns are not something mm-hmm. uh, Murray knows how to use. Now to use a camera, not a gun. I'll tell you the truth. I'm not even aiming at anything. Mm. I'm just like pointing up with one eye closed and making noise with a couple <laughs> of shots while he takes the picture. Well, I will subtract two for firing blind, but I was <laughs> going to add one because I'm assuming you're just pulling the trigger. Basically, so yeah. <laughs> th- what that means is you're doing a, it's called like a double tap action, which means that you're firing multiple bullets, which means you have a greater chance to hit. You are only rolling one die though. So the chance to hit is low. And yet, what? <laughs> That's a, a success with a reroll. Two successes. Oh my goodness. You would not believe it, but you you're not even looking. You just stick the gun out, start firing randomly. Somehow, somehow through some confluence of events, as soon as both of you emerge from beneath the brush cover, you see that there is a Vietnamese soldier standing close enough to touch you. You're blind firing. You fired two shots. The first bullet hits him in the neck. The second bullet wings off his shoulder. He staggers backwards, starts coughing blood. You see the flash as Bob, in complete utter shock, takes the photo of this man. What do you do? Is he dead? He's staggering, not dead, bleeding. So he dropped his, he had a, a AK. He drops that. It was on a sling though. So it's still kind of like hanging off him, but he's just holding his neck. Oh shit, shit, shit. I, I just, I, I, I. You can hesitate if you want. Yeah, That's I'm going to hesitate. reasonable. And then I'm going to point the gun at his head and, and just finish him. Jesus. All right. I don't know so if that's... I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> if you hesitate yeah. for long enough, I'd say like even just a split moment is long enough, to be honest. You hear ping, ping, and then two bullets whiz into him, striking him dead center of mass. He collapses backwards. You look over your shoulder and you see Samson nap there with his pistol you see that he he is samson knapp has let go of his rifle as well and it's hanging just by its sling on his side he starts firing with his pistol into the into the jungle and he yells at you down get down Uh, yeah yeah get down (laughs) holy shit man this is very tense are you going to remain head down or are you going to try and do anything else um i'm going to stay down for the moment once we get down I, i turn and look to bob and i go did you get any shots? Uh, uh, Bob says, I think I got one. Yeah, I, I think I mostly killed that man just now. I turn the, I, I grab the gun by the, the barrel end and, and hand it, handle side first to Bob and I go, here's your, uh, here's your pistol. Bob takes it back. Thank you. The, the barrel is warm in your hand. I, um, I used, I used some of your bullets. Bob nods. Yeah, I, I saw as you hand it back to Bob, you see that there are flecks of blood on your hand. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. We are going to make. I did not think this was going to happen, but it has happened. So you need to make an integrity check because you just killed a person. I did. I killed that man with that gun. 
It's got very real. So you're going to need to make a resolve composure check. Okay. It's one die. Now you need to get a success on this die. Otherwise, you will lose a point of integrity and you will gain a condition that we will figure out if you lose. All right. You lost. So your integrity, (laughs) your integrity is six and I'm going to give you a condition. Let's say. I just want to be on record as having said, I don't like that. Let's call it shaken. In your conditions, you can add shaken. And that is something has severely frightened your character. Anytime your character is taking an action where that fear might hinder her, you may opt to fail the roll and resolve this condition. So basically, the next time you need to make a firearms check, you can resolve this condition and immediately fail the check. And what that means is that you would get a beat. And if your character survives, we will tally all of the beats and that will be experience that you can Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spend for any future events with this character. You can also get extra beats for role-playing this condition well. Hmm. Once the combat has died down and you've suffered this breaking point, You hear people rustling about, and you hear Sergeant McGlade call out and say, Wounded! Anyone wounded? People just start checking in. Uh, One by one, people call out that they're fine. Anello first, then Klein, Vargas, Summer, Rigby, and Nap all call in as as fine. Uh, We're we're good here. Looking out... uh, Oh, do you get up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You see that there are several black smears out in the in the field, in that open space, not the field. Once again, there's a lot of underbrush. There are three black smears there, one from where Holman was, one from where an artillery round landed, and uh, around that artillery round, there are several smaller black smears from where the round presumably set off some of the landmines. Right. Holman has yet to respond. McGlade calls out across the across the clearing. Holman, 
Holman, sound off. No response. Yeah, I didn't think there was going to be. Anello gestures. Vargas, Summer, out in the field. We need to get the Acoustic up and run now. ASAP, before they return. Start, uh, uh, check, check for mines with your bayonets. Yeah. They both put bayonets on their weapons and they start slowly moving their way through the field. Oh, Jesus and friends. You see that they purposely avoid the area where Holman was. I have nothing to contribute to what is happening right now. I'm just observing. That's what you're here for. It's very frustrating. As they get to it, Vargas looks down at it. He So the metal tip pointing out of the ferns, he picks it up. You see it is just, again, one of the like opening latches on the bomblet. The actual bomblet is not here, or is not there. Son of a bitch. So it was bait. Vargas says, it could be anywhere in this field. Well, you better get looking then, better you. Summer, help him. They start searching the field. Jesus. I mean, I'm writing all of this down again, like taking my, my impressions of what's happening along with like the, the factual recording of what is going on. Over the course of like an hour, Summer and Vargas find what is left of the Acusid. Vargas gives you like a running uh, commentary on his train of thought as he, as they both slowly move through the clearing. Uh, Vargas informs you that what he thinks happened is that the bomb the Akusid landed on a landmine and then was just detonated and destroyed. There's not enough here left to fix. Right. Well, we'll get some pictures of that. Inello nods and then takes out a map and you see him over, over his shoulder. You see him mark this one as inoperable. I'd like to, the next available chance, like the next time we're not surrounded by the men, uh, I'd like to get alone with Inello. As they make their way back, Summer and Vargas, you see that there's clear conflict with the both of them, and then they make their way by where Holman was. When they get there, Summer immediately turns around and vomits into the into the into the brush. I don't like to I don't like to think about what that looks like right now. Vargas leans in and you see him rummaging about. When they get back, Vargas hands the sergeant dog tags. Yeah, that can't have been easy to uh, have recovered. Bob, get a picture of that. While they were doing that as well, you hear Inello and McGlade having a conversation. They are questioning how the enemy has artillery in a jungle. Oh, that is a good question. Uh, I'm going to sidle up and try to be a part of, uh, or, or you'll be able to hear what they're talking about. And I'm also, I'm waiting to get Inello alone, so. Doesn't make no sense. That artillery was on us like, uh, like a Johnny on the spot. It was too... Too quick to be uh, 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 too quick to be from a nearby base, and any any short range artillery they would have had would have been blocked by the canopy. How exactly did they do this? McGlade shakes his head. No idea. That's at, by all accounts, it sounds wrong. Anyway, you you make sure Clan is doing what he needs to do. McGlade nods and walks away. You get your moment with Anello. I, I stand a uh, you know, respectful distance. I say, uh, permission to speak? Don't salute me here in the jungle. It makes me a target for snappers. Of course. Listen, uh, I'm not a military man. I, I, I'm not used to the, uh, the kinds of decisions that have to be made out here. I won't step on your toes again. It was way out of line back there. I was not prepared to see 
that young man blow up. I, I, I was not prepared for the realities of this situation here. You are correct in your assessment. I would say that if you ever were to think of questioning me again, I would question that question. And you could have gotten more people killed. Holman was in a dangerous situation, but the more soldiers I committed to him, the more could have been caught up in that blast. Yeah, you made the right call. I know I did. I, uh... Are you, I, do you, are you trying to, like, butter him up at all, or is this just a genuine profession of guilt? It's partly both. Mm-hmm, okay. I, like, it was definitely wrong to, uh, to get in that guy's way, but I also still think he's an idiot. That's fair. And that he gave up on that You're, guy real quick. People are complicated. Yeah. You can, that sounds absolutely fine to believe. I just want to, like, I, 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 the last thing I can, I cannot afford to have him hate me mm. right now. at this point. Like, it's still too yeah. early in this. Like, if it was another day or two from now and I was going to be gone, but I can't afford for him to hate me yet, especially after I spent the night before buttering him up or two nights that, ago that or whatever. Sense. But also, I was wrong to get in the middle of that. The day other than that passes quietly. You don't encounter any North Vietnamese, and no one really talks anymore. There's like a somber mood that is set over the group. You're just marching quietly. Maybe every now and then someone, if anyone, if anyone talks, it's purely to convey a fact, something that needs to be done. I like to think that I would have some alcohol on me. Uh, that would be contraband, but you can. Yeah. Um. So you might not want Anello to catch you with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe even McGlade, to be honest. Got it. All right. Next chance I get to uh, to have a moment with Vargas, I'm going to offer him a pull of uh, whatever's in my sneaky little flask. When everyone starts setting up to camp for that night, you sidle up next to him in a moment where everyone else is busy and you offer him. Yeah. It's just a hip flask, is it? What do you drink? Probably bourbon. All right. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit next to him and get a hell of a day, huh? If you have you already offered it to him? I'm going to I'll I'll sort of just uh show him as I say that, like looking okay. straight ahead, not looking at it, but kind of like pull it out of my uh pocket mm. and sort of flash it. He's surreptitious about it. Yeah. Vargas takes a long draft from it before he responds. He sets it back down, kind of like clears his throat and says, "Yeah. A lot of those days around here, aren't they?" Every every uh, every day I've had here so far has been uh, a hell of a day. And I take a yeah. take a swig as well. You know, uh, there's a expression for things like this. Oh yeah, they call it foobar. Ever heard that? Yeah, I believe it involves uh, some salty language that is not fit to print. <laughs> yeah, not inaccurate though. Yeah, what is it? Fucked up beyond all recognition? Is that it? Yeah, something like that. A variation, at least. Mm. This, this is foobar. But this isn't the worst it gets. Don't worry about that. It it gets worse than this? I'll let you know, he says. I feel like I'll be able to tell. Mm. They pulled artillery out of the jungle. Now, how do you, how do you get that out here where we are? Doesn't make any sense. It, uh... Could they have tunneled it? If they tunneled it, then that's quite a feat. That artillery was just too quick. There's only one round as well, which was weird. 
Explain. Why is that weird? Well, the first round is just to sight your artillery, just to determine whether or not you're even going to hit the enemy. You send one round, and that you use to judge where you send the second round. You never fire one round. That's useless. So you're saying it would be, it's unusual enough that they got a big gun like that all the way out here through the jungle to where we were. Mm. And then they fire it once, but no follow-ups. Yeah, and I think they hit one of their own guys. Well, that is uh, that is mysterious to say the least. There was a a body where the where the shell hit, all torn up. Not one of ours. I didn't mention it. Didn't seem pertinent as we were going through the clearing. Big shell like that usually leave a lot behind. If it hits somebody, if it was a big shell, it wouldn't. But it wasn't, so it'd be a small shell. Oh, hmm. I was just riddled. I, I passed the flask back over to him. Hell of a fucking day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Two more of those Akuzits left, though. Yeah, only two more. I'm going to get you to make a wits empathy check. All right. A very important one. Let's do it. So when you were chatting about the, the guy who exploded, the guy who was hit by the shell, you can see that Vargas seems uncomfortable, and you can tell that he's not saying everything. There's something he doesn't want to talk about. Has anything uh, felt weird to you about the last couple of days? Yeah. You ever get that feeling that you're being watched? I can't shake it. Sometimes you get it out here in the jungle, but never like this. Maybe it's Bob's tiger. Maybe. Do they usually come close to camp like that? Yeah, sometimes. They'll just drag someone away in the night. Ballsy fuckers. Yeah. I, um... <laughs> I knew a guy. Uh, oh. <laughs> back... I was stationed in, um... No, no, no. It's, well, it's worse but better than you think. Yeah. I knew a guy stationed... When I was stationed in uh, the UK for a little while before I hopped on here. And he... His dad used to work for uh, a company called Bismarck Oil and Coal. Oh, that's uh that's the company Anello's dad owns, right? Uh oh, I, I don't know about that. But uh it was in Africa back uh turn of the century, 18 something. Hmm. They were running a a train line from one end to the other and there was a like a lion that was harassing the train workers. A lion in the UK. Yeah. No, no, in Africa. Oh, sorry. I get this story goes all over the place. He's British, but he's working in Africa for the company. And it was a lion that was harassing them. And every now and then the lion would come in and steal someone in the night. And they, the li- this lion was ballsy. He was telling me his dad, sorry, this was not him. His dad did this. His dad had like they set up like walls, like 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 fucking wooden, like a fort. They set up wooden walls. They had night watches, people with sticks, people with torches, a couple people with guns. Nothing doing. This lion kept sneaking in, kept grabbing someone, and kept leaving. Mm. Scary stuff. It was terrifying the way he described it, and. They decided they were going to lay a trap for it, right? Right. So they got a, one of the train cars and they put a like a, a cow or a dead something something up one end. And they were going to, when it climbed in, they were going to shut it 
seal this lion in, and then they were just going to shoot it Sounds from smart uh, to me. outside the yeah outside the carriage. So they're waiting. First night, nothing. Second night, nothing. Third night, they see the lion stamping around outside, and they're just lying on the train car, waiting, being quiet. And then the lion looks at this guy dead in the eyes, and it stalks off. Later that night, they hear screaming from one of the tents. It went out and it grabbed a person. It saw them and left. Son of a bitch. Crazy stuff. Yeah, big cats. Fuck them. I don't know. Not firsthand, but, uh, you know, reporters talk to each other. One thing I know about wild animal attacks is a lot of the time, there's less blood than you'd think. Yeah. There's not even always signs of a struggle. If someone's in their bed at night, everyone goes to sleep. In the morning, you wake up and it could look like they just walked off into the brush and didn't come back. Vargas pulls out a cigarette and offers you one. Yeah, thank you. Hell of a day. Fucking, fucking something. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.